you? I'm good. Oh my gosh, it's good to see you. It, it's been a long time. It really too has. Long. Too, yeah. too long. Kind of like an unplanned hiatus from 30 Talk, I'd say. Yeah, definitely. Welcome back, guys. Welcome to 30 Talk. We are yeah. here. We're here. We're here and ready to um, entertain us some more. Um, yes. You know, if you're if you've uh, if you've stuck around this long, we appreciate it. We love you guys. I love hearing people say they listen. Like, oh my gosh, thanks. <laughs> yeah, it's actually pretty cool. But you know, it is, and I love whenever you tell me like, oh yeah, like so and so messaged me this or whatever. You know, you've seen your friends and or talked to your friends. And they've said that they're listening. And I have had a couple of my clients tell me that they're listening. And the last one, I was like, I got so shy whenever she told me. Really? I mean, I was so happy. Like, I was happy. I'm glad that people are listening. I mean, like, that's kind of the point. Right. You know? (laughs) Um, But yeah, when she said that she was listening, I'm like, oh my gosh, I got shy. Like, ah! But it was pretty cool. Yeah. And uh, yeah. So... I'm happy. I'm glad we're doing this. I feel like people, Uh, because they have heard, just because necessarily we haven't had the conversation with them, they've heard things we have had to say, so it's like they feel a little closer to us, so it's like mm -hmm. makes me want to like, I don't know, start more conversations, talk to them, I don't know. I want to know if people are listening. I like to know if you're listening, so. Yeah. Yeah, me too. So if you are listening, let us know you are. Yeah. Man, I although was, I would go oh, ahead. Oh, okay, no, I was gonna say although I would totally be the person that would be like, like creeper. What do we call listening. that? Like, ghost listening. Oh right, I'm I don't know a ghost listener. I guess I would be. I would be one. I guess I don't know why. I don't know, but I would be. I don't either, but I think maybe yes. You know, unless there is something that I wanted to like contribute to a certain topic or felt passionate about something maybe then I would yeah contribute yeah I guess so some information (laughs) well anyway don't be ghost listeners guys just let us know yeah yeah um I will say I don't know how much longer I can record in this garage I'm fucking dying it's so hot like like what what is hot I don't know I mean in here it's probably 80 something yeah, that's hot. Mm-hmm. So when I go in, yeah, and you're enclosed. Yeah, yeah, it it's like stuffy and it's there's a little mm-hmm. bit of breeze, but so when I go in, I'm gonna ask Brian that if we can get like a recording studio of some sort, and then he's oh. gonna think I'm crazy. <laughs> no, I'm joking. You just need a small space to run. Yeah, just a small <laughs> space, um, and then he'll politely be like, "Fuck no." Um, but yes, it is fucking hot in here. Um, you can get like a little air conditioner unit. That's expensive. Yeah, but it's cheaper than rent. True. I mean, clearly <laughs> I'm not getting a space. I'm joking, but I know. I do need one. <laughs> oh, oh man. Um, yeah. so I guess because it's been so long, you know, we should let our bit listeners know what we've been up to and what's been going on and you've had some big stuff happening yeah yeah I really have honestly I mean I feel like I'm finally at a point where like 
was thinking about this today. Like tomorrow feels like it feels like the first day post craziness, even though, even though it's not, it just, it has been, well, like 15 days, 15 days since all the, all the, the craziness happened. Um, it just, but tomorrow just feels like, I don't know, I guess because I'm home, like everything is uh, settled, I guess, you know, quote unquote settled. Um, yeah. And I feel like I can just like take a breath and maybe, maybe get a good night's sleep. I mean, I'm like, I just haven't been sleeping well. And so anyway, I guess I'll just, yeah. So my, my grandma died, um, for, those that don't know me personally or follow me on Facebook or anything. And so, uh, yeah, I know you're already <laughs> emotional and I have to say, because I know a lot of people experience this and lose grandparents, but I think it is, it needs to be noted how close you guys were, um, throughout your life. And, um, just how this is a woman that I've only met one time. But I do have to say that I know you guys were very close and how much, like, you meant to her. So, I don't know. I just, I feel like people need to know how much this really <laughs> is affecting you. Oh, yeah. <laughs> God. <laughs> yeah. Um, today, I don't know. It's weird. Like, today has been a, a hard day. I think it was just, like, I mean, I had clients today, so I wasn't alone, but there was a good part of my day that I was alone and I don't know, maybe just like being home and my routine is so different now because my routine was so much around my grandma and taking care of her and oh man, I miss her a lot. Yeah. Oh God. Okay. I need mean, to pull it together. <laughs> but she was, she was, <sighs> She was a huge, she was, and even before, even, even before she got to a point that she needed, um, you know, help being cared for. I mean, my whole life, my whole life, like, um, I spoke at her funeral. I also, I also sang at her funeral. Um, I'll get into that later, but, um, I spoke at her funeral and like, one of the things that I said, which I'm just remembering now that you wanted to read that and I never sent it to you. That's okay. Um, anyway, later. so, but like one of the things that I said was that like my sister and I had a really unique experience because for the majority of our life, we saw my grandparents every single day. I mean, every single day. I'm like, our parents divorced when I was five and Katie was two and a half and we moved to like into their house. And then from that point until, until we moved to Texas, we lived on the same property as them. And so I moved to Texas when I was 13. That's a long time, you know? And then what lived in Texas for, well, and, I went back, we moved back to Pennsylvania the summer before my junior year. And 
again, like we still, we weren't living on the same property, but, and we didn't see them every single day, but we saw them a lot. Like, I feel like a lot more than, yeah, than what most people do see their grandparents, you know? And, um, man, just, yeah, they were a huge, huge part of my life. And yeah. Well, I mean, just Just, like you said, you were five and Katie was two and a half when you and your mom moved in with your Yeah. So. Right. Yeah. As like, just as you said that, what I'm thinking, like, wow, like I'm kind of in your mom's shoes now. So what a big role I'm sure they filled and having to help care for two young children. And. Right. I mean, truly, they were like, they were like a, a. they were like our second set of parents. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. I, and I don't even remember how long it was. It Well, it wasn't, it wasn't that long that we actually lived with them because I do remember like we moved to a different house, like down the street. I started school in a different school district and I was there for like half a year. And then we, we moved back, not into the same house with them, but on the same property. And, um, I mean, they were, they were like a second set of parents. My mom worked a lot, you know, she worked two jobs and she went back to school. And so like my grandparents would get us on the bus in the morning. They'd get us off the bus in the afternoon. We would sit with them, you know, hang out. My grandma would make us like a snack after school and we would be there until my mom got home. And, um, I mean, just everything, like everything apart, everything about our life, like was just around them. It was it really was. It really was. And when I get in trouble, like it was always like the threat that like my mom was going to tell my grandparents, you know what <laughs> I mean? Like, yeah, they were just it's really a, a second set of parents. I mean, they really were they like yeah. they were very hands on and <sighs> yeah. So what a big shift. And I get what you're saying, how today feels like the first day after, because I know and you'll get into it, your crazy weeks, but this has been your first day kind of settled and right home, but without that routine of having to go care for your grandma, you know, go right. take care of her. So, yeah. Wow. yeah. Yeah. It was weird. Like I, you know, I, um, I went to Walmart this afternoon and then, um, I stopped over at my mom's house cause I had picked up some coffee creamer for her and, so gave that to her and it's just weird like that room your grandma's not there because your grandma was living with your mom so right yeah yeah yeah, thank you (laughs) yeah thank you for Um, like in there but yeah it just it's weird and uh and it sucks I know how I feel. I can't imagine how my mom feels. Mm. I'm just so you know? sorry. I just... uh, yeah, it's... Uh... But you know what? At the same time, I am... I'm so happy for her, you know? Um, because the she did not have 
quality of life. I mean, she had the best care we could have possibly possibly given her. You know, we were able to keep her home for the entire for the entire time and you know, and she died at home and uh but you know, she wasn't able to really talk much at the end. She wasn't eating. Like, that's just not a way to live. And she wouldn't want that. And so I'm happy that she's not suffering. It's just, you know, it just sucks for everything, for everybody left behind, you know? And it's like, it's just weird to think that, like, my mom is, like, my mom is the matriarch now. You know what I mean? You know, like, it's just, that's just weird. It's just weird. It's just, it's, um... Yeah, I mean, as you're talking and I have – thinking about death is very – it's just complex. And I feel yeah. like there are so many emotions and just feelings Ugh. and thoughts behind it. And every angle, you know, those that are witnessing it happen and just even those on the sidelines, like me, like having a dear friend that's going through something like this right. and a loss. You know, it's – it's hard <laughs> and I feel that it's something that we kind of just shuffle to the side in our minds until we're presented with it you know head on and in a situation like this and then it's just something we have to learn to go through and we don't necessarily right. know how yeah yeah I mean yeah that's a good point I I mean you know it was it's just weird and I've thought about this before with death, but like, so, so when my grandma died, it was, it was, um, it was in the morning. It was like eight o'clock, a little after eight o'clock in the morning. And, um, my mom and I were both with her. My mom was in bed with her and in holding her. And like, you know, I was like off to the side of the bed, holding her hand and her arm and everything. And, what is so just, I don't know. I mean, I, it sounds so, um, so simple and like, duh, but like you're here and then you're not here. Like, just like that. I, I know it sounds simple, but it's fucking frightening. I mean, really it is. Yeah. I, I know. It is. It's, it's, it's frightening and it's just like, whoa, like. I don't know, like, to think, I don't know, like, she died at 8.19, and to think that, like, when I looked at the clock, and it was 8.15, to think that she only had four minutes left of life, like, I think of stuff like that, and just, whoa, Mm -hmm. so weird, and then it just makes me think about, like, my own life, and, like, how I choose to spend my time, and who I spend my time with, and, like, because I don't know what's going to happen five minutes from now. And that is so scary. I am such a control freak. Like, I totally am. And that just flips me out a little bit. Even if I wasn't a control freak, that would still, that would still just freak me out. But, but you know, the other part of that, too, is just like, okay, so, like, she was here. And then she was not here and everything just like everything just keeps going like the world just keeps going and like people keep living their lives and nobody knows 
And, and of course, like, I mean, it's happening right now to somebody Mm -hmm. and I have no, like, we don't know, but, and I don't know, I don't really know what point I'm like, I'm trying to get across, but like, I was just thinking like, okay, so nobody knows that she's no longer living and nobody knows that this beautiful person is no longer like on this earth and that sucks. But I think But again, like I said, it's happening to somebody right now as we speak and we don't know. I, and so I don't know. Maybe just God, I'm a mess. <laughs> Look at me. Okay. I mean I get it. You have but I guess, reason. But I guess, too, just, like, um, it's had me thinking a lot about how, how we treat people and how, like, I, again, like, I know we have read this on Facebook so many times and heard people say it, like, you never know what people are going through. Like, everybody is fighting a battle that we don't know anything about. But the thing is, is that, like, it's it's true. Like, it's literally true. Like, you have no idea what people are going through or experiencing. And... I think, like, you're, what you're hitting on, too, is just things like this, these major life occurrences, such as even death, kind of put us in this headspace where we see these things like you're saying these these sayings yeah. and it all aligns where it's like oh this is why people say this right you because know? it's true because like... it hits you really fucking hard um and also our age getting older like oh my god yeah it more and more like like you said earlier like to me I have realized, like, time is everything to me. Money's not. Yes. Uh, nothing right. else is. Material right. Material things are not. Um, it truly is. Time is everything because that's all that really matters. The memories, yeah. what we have left, and how we spend that time with people right. that we love so much, like, and how mushy-gushy it sounds, but it's true because right. this is what it it's is all true. about. And yeah. I appreciate this, you know, just your raw explanation of your experience because I feel that it is something that people are going to feel at some point in some way or another. Sure, and yeah. don't always talk about. And, yeah. And we should because. Yeah, because it's life human. and it's. <laughs> right, right. Yeah, I mean, gosh, it's even had me like going so far as thinking about like just the beautiful relationship I did have with my grandparents and, and certainly, you know, my, my grandma. Um, and then thinking about like, okay, I'm not a mom yet, but like my kids, my future kids. And like, I want them to have that experience with my mom. And then it makes me sad because like my mom was 25 when she had me. And I'm 32 and like, it's, you know what I'm saying? So like, Mm -hmm. I, so already that time is going to be cut short. I mean, who knows how long my mom will live, but 
again, like I just think about, I just think about that and, oh my, mm-hmm. like life's short. Like that's when you're saying it, that. That's, that's what I'm yes, thinking. you're right. Life's life is short. short, and I, I remember. I mean, I think. I think all kids are like this. I certainly was, but like whenever you're younger, like dressing up, like, I don't know, like stuffing my bra, making, trying to make myself look older. I mean, all that stupid shit you do as a kid, like wearing makeup or wanting acrylic nails when I'm like nine, like sit down, like seriously, like, you know what I'm saying? Like just all of those things, like you want to be an adult until you when are. you're a kid like you want yes and, but and I remember like people saying to me like life is short it goes so fast like in the blink of an eye it's so fast oh my god it goes so freaking fast they were right right they were right <laughs> shit I mean it turns out like they're right about a lot of things you know yeah. what I mean but and whatever and I think that every single person every single generation goes through goes through this, goes through all of this, you know, but it is so true. And before you know it, I'm going to be my mom's age and my mom's going to be my grandmother's age. Like what? Like, yeah. (laughs) No. Holy shit. You spend all this time when you're young, like wanting to be older and, (laughs) and feel, and really, I mean, I know I felt like, I had so much time or like my thirties were so far away and Oh my god, yeah. And now it's hitting Wrong. hard that it's quite <laughs> the opposite that hey, time goes really quickly. Um and just and then just wanting it to swish it could slow down. <laughs> Especially no. after having children. Like right. it it all goes so fast and I think about that too, like how you were saying like you know, when you're your mom's age and it's like, yeah, I'm I, I think about that all, very often, like how like putting myself yeah. older and like Cora being older, will I get the chance to to even see grandchildren if there is grandchildren? Like I don't know. Right. Um mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. I... Yeah. But I, don't I feel know. but that's why we have to take away the important stuff. Like you taking this away from her life and y'all's relationship yeah is kind of like a big reality check and like okay well i don't know exactly what i'm trying to say like okay the and also really how you were able to care for her like towards the end of her life and really just be in such a safe comfortable space when she did die, I think that's kind of in my mind, like, that's what we're doing here. Like, that's why we're having, growing our families. That's what family is about. Like, right. Seeing people in every stage of life and the good and the bad and all these things, like, and, yeah. Um, and that's what we have to kind of cling to or remember, like, we only have each other. I mean, yeah. You know? So true. It's so true. Something you um, did, which I feel like was such a unique experience. I don't know if you want to talk about um, how, because you 
And I don't know if we ever said it before, how you are a hairstylist. We talked about that, right? Oh, yeah. Okay, so. Yeah, I don't know. Yeah, maybe, because I've talked about clients and stuff. So after your grandma uh, died, you did her hair and makeup for her funeral. And I I felt that was such a beautiful (laughs) thing. And I don't know if you feel up to talking about it, but I would love to hear. Yeah. (laughs) Oh, gosh. Did you know you were going to cry so much on this episode? No. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, man. (sighs) Okay. Um, So, yeah. So, after, you know, after my grandma died and, um, you know, like you called a funeral home and everything. And so they came to get her and. The funeral funeral director. Good lord, I apologize for all of like the snot, like sniffing Nibbles. and oh my goodness. Okay, so the funeral director was at my mom's house and she was asking like different questions and um and one of the questions was okay and what about hair and makeup um. Are we going to do that? Do you have somebody to do that? Does she have a hairdresser? And so, oh my God, oh my gosh, like it really had never even crossed my mind. But then I was just like, well, you know, like me, you know, like kind of like raised my hand. And and so uh, it was a couple days later, um, I went to the funeral home and, uh, the funeral director actually. So I I walk in and I have all my stuff, you know, like I have a big travel kit because Katie and I do weddings and stuff all the time. And so I have all my hair stuff, got makeup. And, um, and so she's like, okay, so, um, have you ever done this before? And I'm like, nope. (laughs) And she's like, oh my God, you're starting on your grandma. (laughs) And I'm like, yes. Ah, geez. So it was, uh, I mean, it was obviously nothing like I've ever experienced before, you know, because I hadn't. Um, but you just walk in and it's, we did it in the, I don't know if they if they did this specifically just for me or maybe they do it like in a back room or something. But they had her out like in the room where she ended up being like in her casket for the viewing and stuff. And so they had her out there. And so they, I didn't know this. I mean, I, I thought that they just like washed down the body or cause like, you know, when you die, I guess like everything relaxes. Right. And so if there was anything in her, like she would have gone to the bathroom. And so I, I knew that like they cleaned that, but I didn't realize that they actually like washed the entire body um, and they washed the hair and everything like, yeah. So she had like that. been, yeah, I didn't either. She had been completely showered. And um, so when I walked in, she was just laying on, it was almost like a, like a gurney, I guess. Mm-hmm. Um, but she had, um, just like a sheet over, over top of her, of her body and, you know, something like holding her 
her head, like by her neck, obviously, so that I could get to her hair. And, um, I mean, it wasn't, it wasn't weird. It wasn't scary. It wasn't gross. It wasn't anything like it was just like, I mean, if anything, it was just, um, no, it was, it was beautiful. I was happy to do it for her. Mm-hmm. Uh, I don't know. And it was, it was, it was raw. Like I almost, oh gosh, I need to get myself together. <laughs> it was almost like, um, obviously I had seen my grandmother's body um, because like I cared for her, you know, I showered her, but it was different this time because it was like, I don't know, like without her knowing it was with, it, I don't know. It just felt like almost like a sacred moment. Like I was seeing her body. It was a very intimate like moment and It was special, but it was very, like, personal, very private, very, um, uh, what's the word, vulnerable. Like, she was just in a vulnerable, even though she's not living, but, like, her body was just, she was in a very vulnerable um, position, you know, and, uh, but what it was cool. I was happy. I was happy to do it. I was happy that I was able to do her hair and do her makeup and, you know, and I was talking to her like while I was doing it. Yeah. And, uh, well, I know you said special and I think that too, because it's something that only you got yes. to do. And, right. and I can I can say like who am I? But I can say like she wouldn't want anyone else but you. Because it's true. You guys, yeah, we're so close. Yeah, yeah. And honestly, I am. I'm glad that she was my first. Yeah. Um, I have actually had a couple of clients um, who are older ask me if I would do that for them and of course like of course I would yeah yeah like absolutely I would um it's something I've never really thought about until yeah this well I mean if I wasn't in you know that right I mean I know that's the industry yeah I wouldn't it wouldn't cross my mind either but um but I'm glad I'm really really glad that my grandma was my first for that. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Because it's just, yeah, it's, whew, I mean, it was, it was something. It really was. It was, it was something. Um, yeah. Well, thank you <laughs> so much for just sharing it all. And yeah, yeah, of course. <sighs> so, uh, yeah, I mean, gosh, well, you were kind of, um, experiencing all of that, kind of right along with me because Brian's kind grandfather of. died. Yeah, Brian, yes, on my birthday. So 
Right. Okay. So right, the sixth, and yeah. so it's a little bit before mm-hmm. my grandma, but but he wasn't married until a little bit later, right? right? So some weeks okay. passed, and I guess right. that was last week now. Um, so Brian okay. did fly yeah. home for the funeral, and um, I'm glad that he went because he he did say like I just feel like I need to be there. Sure. Um, so he was gone about three days, three nights from home which so over here that was like a big shift that was a big well yeah because (laughs) i had never been alone that long well no not day and night no so only day yeah so it was pretty crazy over here um but i don't know i I mean it it was a big thing in my world just because of all that happening and also like this is a man that i did meet and i know played a huge part in brian's childhood and Right. In fact, like Brian's grandfather and grandmother, she's still alive, but they really w- were the most constant thing in his life. Like a place yeah. he could always go to, and um, they had the same house for many, many years. And okay. um, even where I would go visit his family too. So right. Um. Yeah. Just you know, and it's hard to be on this side of it too. Just watching someone you love hurt and go through that and um but we had many conversations kind of like you and I right now just about death and things like that and just because it is something that it's not the day-to-day conversation (laughs) right yeah and I don't know I mean just like and as you were talking about your clients asking you if you would do their hair and or makeup I don't I don't know. Weird feelings come up. Like, I just, I guess I don't have this huge attachment or attachment, but um, certain way that I want things to go, like, for myself, like, after Uh I die. Do you? Or do you think about that? I don't. Like, about, like. Like, a funeral. Like. Do you want to be cremated? Do you. I have thought about that just because my mother has asked me um because she is trying to figure out like what she wants and so I don't know I mean I don't know I don't really like the idea of of either option I do I just don't like I kind of freaks me out I know and I have to choose one (laughs) but but, like being buried I don't know that freaks me out because I just think like oh god like I'm in the ground and like bugs and stuff but then burning doesn't sound like a lot of fun either and I realize that I'm dead like I'm not gonna feel it but like yeah I don't know yeah because some people are very much like no no way I would get cremated or the other way around right you know so yeah I'm just curious I yeah I don't I really don't know for myself I don't know there was even yeah big talk like in Brian's family like just disagreements I'll say in the family about like right. how that should go for his grandfather and yeah um, yeah I just and, and things like that like funerals and stuff I think I really do believe they're more for the living I mean obviously they're for the for living sure. um, yeah <laughs> so I just I'm not I don't feel like I have to go to someone's funeral, that kind of thing. I don't know. That's just how, because I feel like it really is up to the person that is here still living and like how they personally want to process that person's death. 
And and maybe I don't know. Maybe somebody doesn't want to see their loved one like have a viewing. Like viewings are are strange to me in the sense like they bring up all these emotions. Like I don't know. I don't know if I need to see them. Still see them if they're not living. That's yeah. how I feel sometimes. Like because it's not them. So it's not vital right. that I have to, like, go to a viewing, that kind of thing. Yeah. I don't know. That, yeah. Maybe that makes my sense. My mom, no, my, my, actually, my mom feels the same way. She, honestly, she kept saying, like, I wish we could just skip this part. Like, really? I wish we didn't have to do the whole viewing and all of that because it's just, like, oh, man, it's just, it's so emotionally draining and exhausting and just... Yeah, I mean, she was just, she could have done without for sure. But my grandparents had everything done and paid for and they, you know what I mean? So, of course, we were going to do what she said she wanted. And, um, yeah, and we did. But my mom had said for her, she doesn't know what she wants to do as far as whether being buried or cremated. But she said, I know for one, like, I do know that if I choose to be buried i do not want a viewing she's like i don't need people seeing me dead okay see i kind of feel like that yeah yeah like, okay. yeah yeah everyone's different right yeah something i will say and i think that is important i think that everybody should write it down should write down what the hell they oh, want for sure oh my god because Makes things a lot yes. easier for the people yes. here, yes. you know? Yes. Right, because everybody has their own opinion on everything in life, but whenever something like that happens, people's emotions are just heightened. Everything is heightened. Yep. And and things just become, I don't know, it, it, can, get, it can get yourself into a big um, situation, good or bad, very quickly. Exactly. Very quickly. No. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And so, yeah, for sure. Like, I need to, in fact, my, um, my mom, we were just talking about like having a living will. I don't have a living will. Do you? I don't know. No. No, I don't either. Like we need, uh, we should, we should, because again, like, you could get hit by a bus you tomorrow. Like, you just don't freaking know. And so, yeah, we should. We should. I mean, I'm sure I've mentioned to Brian <sighs> things, like, that I want here and there. But, right. duh, he's not probably not listening. So, <laughs> who knows? <laughs> uh, but, but, you know, uh, that's our PSA, guys. Whatever you do want. If you have wishes. Yeah, right. Just. I've seen so much shit in families. And not even just, like, your wishes, like, what you want. Like, what to do with your stuff. Things like that. Like. Yes. Because. Yeah. So much. Like, who gets what? Mm -hmm. If you want something to go to somebody, then you should, you should have that written down. It's called a will, people. Let's. Right. Let's use them. Yeah. Yeah. So. My sister actually had to just do that. A living will? Yes. And that was kind of what sparked the conversation between my mom and I. Um, So 
Um, I have said, I think maybe I have I on here on the podcast. I think we, I think we talked about it briefly. Touched a her. little bit. Yes, a little bit. Right. Okay. So my sister has an autoimmune disease, but it is, um, it's called CIDP and it, that stands for chronic inflammatory demyelinating polyneuropathy. And so, um, I don't know, essentially for some reason, something triggered her immune system. Um, nobody really knows what, um, there's no like known cause for, for this, but something triggered her immune system to think that there's something in her body that shouldn't be there. And so it's fighting her body as if it were sick, except it's not. And so the result of that is that it, it attacks her peripheral nervous system. And so about a year and a half ago, she was completely paralyzed because of it. And, um, it wasn't until then that, they, the doctors finally were able to figure out what it was. And so, um, the, the bad thing about this is that there is no cure for it. No known cure anyway. And, um, so for the past year and a half, uh, Katie has been fighting this and trying to just get back some quality of life. And, um, you know, she's only 30 years old, you know, she just turned 30 and like this sucks that she is having to deal with all this and just like fight daily to feel, um, Katie always says like, she doesn't really know what a good day feels like anymore because they're all bad. It's just like the level of bad and that really blows, you know? But, um, anyway, she's had, they call it relapsing and I hate that word because it makes her sound like a drug addict, but like, so she relapsed one, it was almost honestly to the, to the date one year after everything first happened. And, um, which just means that her body like was like full blown, um, like just going haywire and attacking her, um, peripheral nervous system. And, um, so they have her on like a whole bunch of medications. They've been trying to, I guess, stabilize her that way. Um, but it's not working. And so, uh, the reason for the good. Well, well I was just, say? cause I wanted to clarify cause so what will happen these episodes like when her body's attacking herself she has a, yeah. it has a potential to be to paralyze itself right of nerves now between it, oh go ahead right it between them right between so so yeah um well she has um you mean like what is it well you had mentioned like how she remember she couldn't walk she was like paralyzed uh-huh. Uh-huh. and then eventually they got her to where she could walk and talk and stuff like that. But right. And she had to go to therapy and everything. Like she was in, yeah. Like, um, it's called health South where like she had to like learn how to walk again. Um, yeah. And go through all of that therapy and, and everything. Um, so yeah, because it, it like it eats away. There's a protective coating on your nerves and it's called the myelin sheath and it 
eats that away. And so it's very, very painful because you can just imagine like all of those nerve endings not having anything to protect them. And so like to even touch Katie's body at that point, like she was just in so much pain. Like she would scream if you touched her and it eventually just like it, um, I don't really know medically like what it does, but somehow it, she loses all, um, movement and you can die from it. You can, because if it, if she hadn't caught it, if they hadn't caught it, the next thing would have been like a, um, a feeding tube. Then, and then the next thing would have been like a, um, ventilator. Thank God she didn't get to that point. Thank God that they like, they figured out what it was before, but she couldn't move. Mm -hmm. Like her whole body was completely paralyzed. Um, anyway, so, but what started everything and what, and the symptoms that she experiences whenever she relapses is that she, um, well, she's always in pain, but it's like a lot of pain. And she gets like this numbness and tingling in her hands and feet. And from what she says, like it never really goes away, but it just is really, really bad when she's relapsing. So it's a numbness, a tingling, like a pins and needles feeling, but really, really bad mm-hmm. and burning and like her hands and her feet and like her arms and her face will like just feel like she's on fire. And, um, so anyway, back to the whole like living well thing, I got off on a little tangent there, but it, so she relapsed again. And, um, so on Tuesday, uh, yeah, this past Tuesday, she went into the, um, went to her doctor and they told her like, you need to go to the emergency room. And so she did. And, um, instead of doing just like the same thing that they always do, which is she has to stay in the hospital for 10 days and have these transfusions. Um, cause what they do is they, they filter her blood. They also pull out all of her plasma from her blood and put new plasma in. And, um, anyway, it's a treatment that she would have done like every other day. And so she's in the hospital for a total of 10 days. And so this time, I mean, Katie was just like, I can't do this. Like, so, so what, you're just going to do this, like you're going to do this treatment for 10 days and then just up all of my medication and I'll be on that for so long. And then you're going to try and wean me again. And then this is just going to keep happening and I can't do this anymore. And so they ended up putting a port in her chest. And so it's like this, these two little tubes that hang outside of her body and then out tube and like a wire thing that goes under her skin. It goes up over her clavicle and then like into her, into the artery, her main artery in her heart. Damn. Yeah. And, uh, I guess she's able to have this for up to three months. Um, and she'll receive transfusions outpatient. Eventually if she is responding to the treatment, um, then they'll be able to do something where they like widen her veins and her arms so that she will be able to just go in and receive treatment through her arms. Like it'll be like in one arm out the other type thing. Oh and, my uh, goodness. 
Poor yeah. girl. I know. I know. Seriously. Like, it just fucking sucks. Like, there's really no other way to describe it. Mm-hmm. It is the worst. It fucking blows. Like, she's 30 years old, and this is what she has to think about? Like, oh, God. It's so – it makes me so mad. It makes me so, so, so freaking mad that it, it – has happened to her. Um, but anyway, yeah. So before they were able to put the port in her, though, like she had to basically sign her life away and like she had to have a living will. And like, yeah, because it's pretty risky, yeah. I guess. God. So, yeah. So she was in the hospital for like three days and, um, yeah, and this is what I mean, how, like, just uh, since uh, since the day my grandma died, like, everything has just been crazy, right? Because she – I left for Iowa. I had to go on a work trip the day that, that she um, went into the hospital. So, you know, my mom, of course, went and stayed with her and um, – Yeah, because that's, like, what, that day or the day before we were supposed to record, we are like, okay, like, things have settled down. Yeah. And then and, everything yeah. got crazy. I know you – Everything got crazy. Yeah, with yeah, with her going into the hospital and so yeah. Yeah, so okay, anyway, she's out of the hospital. She's she's I'm not going to say she's good. She's not good. She's surviving. Everything everything sucks right now. Um but at least she's not stuck in a hospital. So there's that. Um okay. Well, yeah. If you're listening, which I know you're listening cuz you're you do listen, <laughs> but I'm always thinking about you, and I am just so sorry when I hear these things, because Carly's right. You're too young for this, but you got it. You're strong. She does. Yeah. She does have it. She is so incredibly strong. And, uh... Because all not of just this, and doing hair and makeup, like, she's still everything, promoting like, her business. Like, I really am in awe of her. <laughs> I know, you know, and not just like physically, just mentally strong. Like this fucks with you. Like. I can't even imagine. I mean, yeah, I believe it. Yeah. Yeah. This is her reality right now. And she's going to keep working with them. I mean, it seems like they are working with her at least. I mean, if they're doing doing things that. Yeah, like always trying. That's the thing. I mean, yeah, there's got to be a combination of something that's going to work better for her. And, yeah. And I hope she finds it. Yeah, me too. Me too. So, but yeah, she's not giving up, and we're not giving up. Doctors aren't giving up, and we're gonna figure this out. Yep. It's just, yeah, it's a process. But it is. It is. But she's hanging in there. Yes. Good lord. Yeah. Oh <laughs> so you had that uh, happen, and then yeah, what yeah. Because I, I haven't really got to talk to you this week. <laughs> I know. Well, we were supposed to. Oh you my gosh, to- poor Kylie. So I had told her, I'm like, okay, listen. So I'm gonna be in Iowa, and I'm not going to be um, like distracted. Although, even though, so Azadine's in Morocco. So even though I was home before then, I wasn't, I didn't have, you know, I didn't have him to worry about. Um, but still like just everything just kept happening, you know, with, oh my gosh, just 
anyway, so I'm thinking, okay, this is going to be great. We can record. I'm going to be in Iowa. I'm going to be in my hotel room. This is going to be awesome. And you called it. <laughs> I, I mean, I felt pretty confident that I was going to be able to do it. Wait, I have to but, say, I have to say what happened what? because that day before you were like, yeah, so tonight I'm going to get ready for my trip. I leave at 2 a.m. and I drive here. <laughs> then I take a flight. Then I Chicago and then I drive three hours to the site I'm working at. Like, and then I get there and yeah, it'll be fine. We're going to record. And in my head, I'm like, you're fucking full of shit because you, <laughs> there, I, the thing is, you're not full of shit. You really, truly believe yeah. that you can. But mm. I, the realist, am like, there's no fucking way. And what happened? No. I just have Listen. to say that I, I called it. Can I just tell head. you? <laughs> okay, but you know what? To my defense, to my defense, um, it may, had things gone as planned for me, it may have worked. Except things never go as planned for you, but go on. You're right. <laughs> You're right. And see, I guess like jokes on me because I always <laughs> think like, okay, this time it's going to be different. And then it just isn't. It just, it, it isn't. And I should know by now. I should know. Whatever. Anyway. So, okay. I, I had to leave for a work trip to Iowa um, Tuesday morning. And so... First of all, I have not been sleeping well at all. Um, normally, you don't have any trouble. But I think, honestly, just ever since everything happened, like, with my grandma, I've just had so much on my mind. And then Katie and, like, just work. I've been so busy with work and then clients. I had to res- I had to reschedule so many clients um, because I had been canceling them the last couple days of my grandmother's life because I we knew that it was coming. And so I like wanted to spend as much time with her as possible. Plus I was helping my mom and um, oh my gosh, I didn't even get into, I'm like totally going off course here, but I didn't even get into the fact that I had I I couldn't walk for a while because I was, oh my gosh, can I just go back for a second? Of course. Let me go back. Hey, um, Hey, this is our podcast. We do whatever we want. Oh my God. Okay. So before literally it was the week. Okay. Yeah. The week that my grandmother died. So she died on June 15th. So it was the week like coming leading up to that. So the weekend before I was helping my mom with her and I picked my grandma up, like lifted her, like, like you would a child, you know, like lifted her up. And I've done it a hundred times and I did it that time and didn't think anything of it. Like I was totally fine except for the next day. I was like, my back kind of hurts a little bit. It was just sitting. I always sit like off to the side on the couch and I sit weird, whatever, but my back was kind of, yeah, I was, anyway, it was just kind of hurting. And so I laid down on the ground and Azadine was, he, he was like rubbing it for me. No, he didn't do anything crazy. He wasn't like walking on my back or anything. He was just like rubbing it a little bit, but he must have done something like hit something in just the right way. I don't know. All I know is that when he was done, I couldn't stand up (laughs) and (laughs) I was in so much freaking pain. So I ended up like getting myself up off of the floor and sitting on the couch. And 
like a year ago, I had gone to the ER because I had kidney stones. And so I had some leftover hydrocodone. And I thought, shit, like I had to go to Columbus. I was supposed to leave that night, that Sunday night to go to Columbus because I had audits to do. Okay, well, I couldn't because I couldn't walk. So I took a hydrocodone thinking like, okay, that'll that'll do the trick. And I'll just sleep for a little bit, get up in the morning, and then drive to Columbus. Well, I took the hydrocodone. I slept for a little bit, except when I woke up, nothing was better. I was in so much freaking pain. It was awful. Um, but I'm glad like I did that because I couldn't have driven on the hydrocodone, you know? I just couldn't. That stuff like totally just whacks me out. Yeah, you don't anyway. have any business on the road at all, but especially after taking some narcotics. Right. Well, anyway, it didn't work. <laughs> I got up. Um, Azadine had gone out and bought me like Biofreeze. And um, anyway, so he like rubbed me down. I got on the road by 4 a.m. and I drove to Columbus to be at my first audit at 8 a.m. Okay. I suffered through Monday and Tuesday. It was hell. Literally. Um, I, I remember Tuesday morning, like getting out of the, uh, getting out of bed, like in the hotel room, it took me 18 minutes, like literally to just get out of bed because I couldn't, I couldn't, I was in that much pain. Oh Lord. So yeah. So then the day after that, I went to the, um, emergency room because I couldn't even like sit. Um, I couldn't sit. So I went to the ER and here I had, um, herniated my L4 and L5 discs in my back. So they gave me muscle relaxers and some steroids and, uh, yeah, a few days, I was good as new. So when they put up the x ray, were they like, wow, um, uh, you're broken? <laughs> You've broken every <laughs> bone in this body. What the hell? Well, no, because they only x rayed my back and then they did like an MRI anyway. Oh my God. That was my first back in like, knock on wood. I can believe it. I just. <sighs> it was so inconvenient. Forget 30 talk. This is going to be, I don't know, 80 talk. Like, I, I feel know. like we're always talking about our ailments. Or your ailments. But. My freaking ailments. <laughs> I know. Okay. Anyway, so let's fast forward here, right? I have not been getting a lot of sleep. Um, just a lot going on. And so, anyway, I had to leave. I was catching my flight. There's not a lot of flights out of Pittsburgh to Iowa, um, and certainly not Southwest. Um, and so I was leaving, my flight was leaving at five 30 in the morning on Tuesday, which means that I, or which meant that I needed to leave my house at 3 AM to get there by four to the airport and then have enough time, you know, whatever to go through security and all that stuff. Well, I ended up going to sleep at like 1.30 that morning and I knew, I knew, I slept on the couch and I knew that it was a bad idea, like, because I couldn't sleep. So I just thought like the last that I looked at the clock, it was 1.30 and I remember thinking to myself, I should just get up and not sleep because I will do better with staying up because the minute I go to sleep, then I just, 
I'm so tired then at that point. And that's exactly what happened. So I was supposed to leave my house at three o'clock in the morning and I woke up at three 37 and I'm like, holy shit, you know, like, thank God I had had my bag packed, which is so unlike me because normally I do that the morning of, um, but I had had that done. And so I didn't end up leaving the house until four o'clock and I was flying. Well, of course I didn't have enough gas, so I had to stop and get gas. Well, sheets is right now under renovation. Oh my gosh. Can I stop and just do it? Like tell a little funny story about sheets for a second. Sure. Okay. <laughs> I know this is like, so I'm all over the place, but this is funny and I don't want to forget about it. Okay. So for, for those listeners that don't know what sheets is, sheets is a gas station and there aren't any sheets in Texas and there aren't any sheets in California. And so, um, a million years ago when Kylie came here for the very first time to visit me, she was still living in Texas and I was working that the night that she came in and my mom picked her up from the airport. And as they're driving home, my mom says to Kylie, do you have sheets? And I like, said, hey, Kylie. <laughs> no, was I supposed to bring some? And, and my mom looks at her like, what? And she's like, oh my god, no, like the gas station got sheets. Oh my god, I freaking love that story. I love it. I do love too. it. I love that story and I love how your mom oh. always remembers and like it's so cute. So funny. Oh my god. Well anyway, okay, okay so she's so under construction, right? And so I had to go to another gas station. Anyway, I get to the airport and I park. I'm running. I'm running. I'm running. I'm running. I have blisters on both of my feet, both of them, like on my ankles because they had new tennis shoes on. Of course you so did. So they're bleeding. I get through security. I get to the freaking gate and there's my plane backing up. And I missed my flight. I've never I missed flight. <laughs> So I just want to do I have never missed hold on. Can I, can I light a joint? You're stressing me out. That's how that's yes. <laughs> one second. <laughs> okay, continue. I'll just do this for you. Okay. So Okay, so you missed your flight and I missed my flight. Literally, I just like I just wanted to cry. I didn't know what to do because I <sighs> anyway. The sweet little gate attendant clearly could see that I was just in a bad way. A hot mess. <laughs> there. First of all, I'm there like sweating because I ran. I took my shoes off because my ankles are bleeding. I have <laughs> and- a back brace on because my back is broken. <laughs> and so thank God I had like my, I had a carry on. I didn't check a bag. Because I had other shoes in there. And so I was able to take off my tennis shoes and put on other shoes because I couldn't hardly freaking walk because I ripped all the skin off. Anyway, she was able to get me another flight. And the flight went from Pittsburgh to Chicago, then from Chicago to Las Vegas, then Las Vegas to St. Louis, Missouri, and then from St. Louis to Des Moines, Iowa. And I'm like, oh. No. Oh, my God. And so. This is the flight huh? you took? No. 
no, I didn't take it because, well, I started, but I went from Pittsburgh to Chicago and then from Chicago, I rented a car because I'm like, oh, hell no. That is so dumb that I have to go all the way to Las Vegas just to get back to you. Oh, my God. So I'm like, no, I'm not doing this. So I got myself to Chicago, and then I went and I rented a car, and I drove the two hours and 45 minutes to Iowa. Okay. And then – oh, my God. Like, to you, yeah. was this – even to you, was this a big deal? Like, what the fuck am I doing? Well, yes and no, because I was just like, I couldn't even fathom, like, sitting on a plane for that long, taking that many flights. Well, yeah, I was just like, no, like, honest to God, I'm like, I, no, I can't do it. I can't do it. I really um, wouldn't have been able to either. No. Um. You have, I have to pee. <laughs> Carly's dancing around. You have to pee. Okay. Yes. I have to be so bad if I'm sorry. Oh, so much better. Thank you. You're welcome. Okay. So I ended up getting to Iowa way earlier than I would have because I was supposed to get in at like 4.30 in the afternoon. Let me tell you. So I kept getting notifications on my phone, right? Because I, as far as Southwest knew, like was... You disappeared. You weren't on the (laughs) fucking flights. (laughs) Right. Well... And there's a terrorist alert out on you now, so... (laughs) Well, so I kept getting alerts on my phone for all of these different flights. And they were delayed. Oh, my God. My flight, that flight, whatever the hell flight it was, did not end up getting into Iowa until 1130 that night. Can you even imagine? No. Oh, my God. No. Oh, my God. It was awful. You That's awful. You made the right choice. I did. I know. I'm so proud of myself. Did I'm you like, play I- the lottery that day? <sighs> No, but I should have. Yeah. Now, I went and sat in the hotel and did some work on my audits that I had to do. And not once so, did you even think, <laughs> my dear friend Kylie. Oh, no. shit, Kylie, our podcast. It's I did. I'm totally joking. I, you know that. but Listen, no, I did. <laughs> I did that first night. That first night, but you want to know what I remembered? 2.30 in the morning, I was still up, and I was getting ready to turn the lights off. And then I'm like, oh, my God. I never called Kylie. And I'm like, it's okay. She understands. That is a right. That is exactly what I want you would or would want you to think. You know that I understand. Yes. And here yeah. you are now. And, you know, man, I feel like this was a really dark episode you not dark i want to say just i don't know what 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 word am i looking for Mm, somber (sighs) i don't don't emotional i think emotional because i'm not good and bad yeah not even bad yeah i don't know but i don't know but yeah 
But I love anyway. that this is becoming what like, we're making of it and how it's just kind of like evolving into what it is. Does that make sense? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. In a roundabout it does. way, you know. Um, yeah. yeah. I don't know. Yeah. Well, so I have to finish my story, though. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> Can I say this is like the never ending story? But I, I'm, I'm there. I am listening. And. And now I, I didn't know there was more. Okay, so you're you're in Iowa There's now. More. You're in Iowa. And you're in yes. the hotel room. All right, go on. Well, okay, so whatever. I ended up doing two more audits than I expected. Anyway, Wait, but that you doesn't mean they even... had you do more work? Yes. Oh, so okay. Oh, so your days were longer than you thought. Yes. Oh, and then I ended up having to extend my flight. Um, or extend my time there, get a different flight, which ended up being delayed. And then I didn't even get into Pittsburgh until 1230 AM, got to my car at 1 AM. And the next day, Saturday, we had a wedding, Katie and I, um, we had a wedding, 10 girls, hair and makeup. And Katie was not able to work. Ten? How you know, did you do? Because we, you know, she's got to have a fucking hospital. Okay. So, right. So, ended up my friend Martha helped. And um, Thanks, and then Martha. she had, right. Thank you, Martha. Good God. And then um, another girl, um, a friend of Martha's, she she helped and she just like curled hair. It ended up being fine. It was, it was totally fine, but I was freaking out. So instead, okay, but it's in West Virginia. Right. And so I would have had to leave my house cause we were meeting at Katie's salon at 7am because then we had an hour and a half drive to the destination of the wedding. So I would have had to leave my house at five in the morning to get to where I needed to be. And so that, like, that just didn't make sense because I didn't even get to my car in Pittsburgh, which is an hour from my house until one o'clock. So I went straight to West Virginia. Wait, so you landed to, in Pittsburgh. Yeah. And, now and I had my car there. You got in your car and now you're, now you're driving to West Virginia. <laughs> yeah. Sorry. Drove. Ladies and gentlemen. <laughs> okay. Rest my case. Like, Really? I just want, okay, one of you listeners to be like, yes, Kylie, you're right. She does a lot of driving. <laughs> a lot. Like, I'm not fucking joking, guys. Okay, so yeah. you're on okay, the way to West Virginia. and Yeah, and I got there at 3 a.m. And I went to sleep at, like, 3.30. And then I was back up. At 5.30. Oh, my God. And, That's two hours. Yeah. Oh, my God. Yes. But anyway. The wedding, and, then you, and then we did the wedding. And yep. then you drove home. No, I was going to, but instead I went back to Katie's house. And I ended up staying the night there again. And then I got up this morning and I drove home. And then I had clients. And then today. you had clients. Okay. Three clients. Three, that's right. Mm-hmm. Yep. Three clients. So you really yeah. have been back. It's to been. Back. 
Yeah. Oh my gosh, but I missed out. I missed. I missed the kind of funny part. Okay, so you know how. I'm not. I can't believe I'm going to even admit this, but it is funny. Whatever, and I don't care, and it's relatable because I think I can't be the only person that does this. You're not. Well, not. This is not a. Why well, don't I, this isn't something I do? Okay, let me just clear that up. This yeah. isn't something that I do. It's just something that happened, and I feel like I'm sure this happens to a lot of people. It okay, so you're human. Right. Okay. okay there you go. Then let's see okay. It. So you know, like I had a rental car, and you know how you have to return your rental car with gas in it unless you want to pay like twelve dollars a gallon. Unless you like opt for them to do it from the get go, anyway, which I don't do that. So, wait, is that the right choice? Though I always second guess. We should, you should not pay for it, right? I don't. Well, no. I mean, you can. You can be like, eh, no, I'm just gonna return it, whatever, and then pay three sixty nine a gallon. They'll fill it up. Okay. But but I thought they always offer like, hey, our gas is actually comparable to. I, I don't know. Anyways, that's fine. I don't know. I've never done it. I always just do it. I always just fill up myself. I think that's what we. I think that's what we do. Yeah, we do the same thing. Yeah. Okay. okay well, so Anyways. so when I've so I'm driving right because what I did then is I had moved my flight. I changed it because I wasn't going to drive all the way. Like I wasn't going to take that stupid flight from Iowa to Las Vegas and then Minnesota and whatever the hell it was. I wasn't going to do that. So I just drove back to Chicago the three hours and then took a straight flight with no layovers to Pittsburgh. Okay. Well, so I'm, I'm in Chicago and it's craziness there, you know, like is Friday rush hour. I find a gas station. I fill up and I have to pee so freaking bad because I was chugging monster. I was drinking monster on my way, like for three hours from Iowa to, um, to Chicago because I, I literally didn't sleep. Like I was not sleeping because I couldn't, I had so much freaking work to do that. I was up all night doing it. Okay. So I had to pee so bad. And of course the bathroom at the gas station was not for public use. So I got back in my car and I found a McDonald's and I parked the car and I got out of the car and I was walking to McDonald's (laughs) and I beat my pants. (laughs) (laughs) I beat my freaking pants. pants on right like and not shorts or a skirt or dress or something oh my god so you wouldn't so, have to witness like and they like were black going down your legs. right yeah, my leg like, you know, or something. oh my god so yes and I finally got to the bathroom and like peed the rest and was like sopping up but <laughs> I know that feeling it's like it was like soggy swamp crotch, like for the you rest have of the reached an day. Low. Like, it's oh my god! Um, yes. I'm so sorry. What a fucking terrible, terrible oh. day. <laughs> oh 
you know, oh. like that's when I would be like, I give up. <laughs> fuck it. That's that's why people say fuck it because at that point it's like I would have been like I'm going home. Like seriously, would have said that. Like, well, I was going home. I just had to wait. <laughs> <laughs> It was going home. I, was going I just home. had to sit on a plane with pee pants. <laughs> okay, well that's you know that's the bright side of it. Like you were all, you were going home. You didn't have to be anywhere. <laughs> they didn't even go home because <laughs> I went to like, West Virginia. What? <laughs> oh, I had to go to West Virginia. <laughs> oh, yeah. I can't keep up. <laughs> I can't. Oh my god. I know. Oh, <laughs> oh my god. So anyway. You know, things like this, this is why we don't always value what we were talking about earlier. Like time is everything. Life is fragile. Like <laughs> no, a lot yes. But a lot of times it's shit like this. <laughs> oh, uh... Oh, uh, my God. And that's why people say life's a bitch and then you die. <laughs> uh, oh, my God. I just thought of something else that was hilarious. <laughs> so, I mean, it was hilarious for everybody other than me. Um, what did so, you do? Oh, my God. Okay. So, on my flight to Chicago, okay, of course, like I had my makeup done, everything, you know. Well, I my lips were like dry because you know, plain, like plain air. So I, um, I had like this. I, I thought it was chap. I thought I had chapstick. I didn't have chapstick. I had like a like a lip balm, but kind of a gloss. It wasn't really gloss, but kind of, whatever, just not chapstick. Okay, got it. Put it on my lips. Put it on my lips, like. Like rolling it around, you know, like rubbing it in, fine. And I get off the, like, I'm like exiting the plane in Chicago, and like people are looking at me, and I'm thinking, like, what in that? Like, mm, I'm a, the good, you know, I don't even know. Like, <laughs> I don't know. Like, I did put effort into my like comfy outfit to wear on the plane. Like, I look amazing. <laughs> <laughs> right? Okay. So, no. When- because. When really we're going to insert the picture of the one that you sent me. Like, that's what you look like. We'll explain later, maybe, if we remember it. But I'm going to post that picture on Instagram for everyone to see. Oh, oh wait, that was at the... No, that was not at the gas station. Today! That was at the No, gas- that was at the gas station today. Oh, on my way home from West Virginia. When, when you- I told you, I'm like, I have to get off the phone. Or I was, I'm like, just stay with me. Hang on a second. I'm Because I'm going to pee my pants. Like, I'm walking to sheets. And then you did pee your pants. Yes, but that was a few days ago. Got it. Okay. I didn't want to pee my pants again because I had shorts on today. That's right. That's right. Okay. Well, I'm still going to post that picture from today. Yeah. Oh, my God. That's fine. I was a freaking train this wreck. Is okay. anyway. Carly explains why <laughs> she looks like this in her this past week's events. That's what the caption will be. <laughs> okay. There you go. Oh well, gosh. okay. So, all right. So, so on my flight, right, to Chicago, okay, yeah. you know, my hair is like. People are okay. looking at you and. People were looking at me, and I'm thinking, like, I don't know. I didn't know why people were looking at me. Well, I found out why. Because, you know, like, you get off the plane, like, at least I, the first thing I do is go to the bathroom. 
You, like wash your hands, like straighten up. Do you know what hands. Miranda Singh looks like? Do you know who Miranda Singh is? Yeah, I do. <laughs> okay. Well, my lips looked like Miranda Singh. <laughs> Why? What the fuck? Did, what did you put on that? What was it? Remember, I told you I yeah, put like that lip gloss. What was it really? Okay, well, no, it was, but because I had lipstick on, like the, um, like a matte, like um, like a stain, yeah. and I'm like putting it on, it fucking went all <laughs> over my face. Like my lips were not; it was like not a defined lip. Like it was all over. It looked like I had like just rubbed that shit all over the top, like all over my top lip, and it was. It was everywhere. I get into the bathroom like, <gasps> like <laughs> look at my face like, oh my God. And I get a paper towel, I'm like wiping it all off of my face. Oh I look like, God. you know, like, like after like a, like a, like a makeout session with lipstick, you know what I mean? Like, yeah, not lately, but yeah. Oh my God. Like, that's what it looked like. Oh my, did you take a picture? No. No, I should have. I think I, I don't know what I, I don't even know what I would have done, but. <laughs> I don't know. I mean, what the hell? This trip, this, this week has just been one for the books, let me tell you, because. Man. Take more. Do you get to sleep tonight till how, do you get to get a good night's sleep? Well, maybe. I mean, it's 1130, but I've been drinking coffee. I don't know. I kind of want to watch something on Netflix. Or something. I don't know. Oh. Guys, okay. Hulu on Hulu. The Handmaid's Tale. Okay, yeah. It's on my list of things to watch, but I haven't started. Good? It's I mean, it's great. It is great. Um, Did you watch What If? No. You should. Okay, what if it's on Netflix and it is so freaking good? It's only one season. It's like ten episodes, um, and then on um, HBO, yeah, I just finished Big Little Lies. Yes, I watch it. I'm current. It is. It's really good. It's so good. I really like. I think they all do a really great job. Yeah. Um, those actresses. Like, mm-hmm. Yeah, it's it's good. I think tonight I'm gonna watch the um uh the movie that excuse me Jennifer Aniston and Adam Sandler are in. Mm, I don't know. It doesn't sound it's like exclusive to Netflix. No, apparently it's really good. Like it's a Netflix original. Like it is a Netflix original. Okay, and then I think I might check it out. Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah. Anyway, so I think I'm going to do that tonight. But, you know, like tomorrow I have to work, but I don't have to. So I'm saying, like, this is my first week without, like, something going on, you know. So, yeah, I'm going to just start my new routine tomorrow. Yeah. Yeah. Or just take it easy. Like, don't worry about a routine or making one. Just rest. Right. Okay. Yeah. You're not, okay. but you should. <laughs> well, yeah. I mean, so I just have a couple of days. Azadine will be coming back home from Morocco 
on Wednesday. So I went to Walmart today and got all stocked up on food so that we have stuff, uh, you know, for whenever he gets home. It's been a long time. 20 days. 20 that days. That is a really long time. Yeah. I mean, at least I can say, like, it's hard for me to be away from Brian, so I know. Yeah. I mean, we've never been away from each other for for this long. Yeah. Yeah. I think, like, two weeks was the max. Yeah. So I'm like, good Lord. It's weird. That is weird. I don't even know what that's like. I don't think we've ever. Yeah. Right? We just don't do well apart. So I, Yeah. Yeah, but you know, I'm happy that he's there. He's visiting his family. Yeah, that, that's good. Yeah, and it's good to yeah. have that time apart too. Yeah, it just kind of do you. I don't know. Mm-hmm. Yeah, maybe appreciate each other a little bit more too. Definitely. Yeah. Yeah. I think a lot of good things can come from it. Yeah. Hey, mm. do you remember <sighs> what? Okay. Do you remember when somebody in, let's say, junior high would, like, be like, hey, Carly, do you want to be a part of the Pen 15 Club? <laughs> yeah, I remember. <laughs> and I remember being like, what's that? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I don't remember my response, but all I know is I, I did end up with it written on my hand. <laughs> so. Yeah, same. You know. Uh, yeah, same. And then you're part of the penis club. How stupid. So dumb. Yeah. Uh, and then you're trying to, like, scrub it off, like, spit off of your, like, your hand so it doesn't say it. <laughs> yeah. No. Yeah. I don't know what the uh, hell made me think of that, but. I don't know. Uh. Yeah, that's like back in the in the days of mash and uh, writing. I remember I got my nails done in fourth, fifth, fourth grade, fourth grade with a couple of my friends. And we went to my one friend's neighbor's house and she did nails. I don't even know if it was, she was like legit. I don't I don't really know. All I know is she painted her nails and my friend Joe and the other girl, I think her name was Casey. I don't, I don't remember. It doesn't matter. But they got, like, I love somebody, like their crush, on their nails. Okay, <laughs> their crush. And so then, yeah, their crush. And so me, I'm like, well, I should do that too. And but I didn't really. I was in fourth grade. Like I didn't even have a crush. Like I didn't even know whatever. So I just picked my neighbor's name and said, I love Keith on my nails. And Sorry, we got cut off. <laughs> but I remembered what you said. You said you were going to get I love Keith. That's the last thing that I. Okay. So I got I love Keith. And then my mom came and picked me up. And I don't know what the hell I was thinking. Obviously, I was not. Because, like, did I not think my mom was going to want to see my nails? <laughs> okay, and I didn't love Keith. Like, I just did that. <laughs> because but wait, was there my friends somebody... did the same shit, okay? But was there somebody named Keith? Yeah, it was my neighbor. Uh... <laughs> oh, my God. So dumb. Okay, so 
anyway, I had like, I love Keith. And so my mom asked to see my nails and I literally remember like going like, like this and like, like smashing them, like so that she couldn't see like, like she wanted to mess them up. No, I did that. Oh, so, that she couldn't so, you- see. <laughs> so you got scared. Yeah. Oh my gosh. Yeah. Anyway, whatever. But anyway, that yes, what I was saying is that's like that takes me back, like the Pen Fifteen Club, about to that time when yeah. I just did like it was just there was just a lot of stupid shit going on, like that and like boys and crushes and mash. Remember yeah. mash mm-hmm. and like um. Remember, yeah. like, was it called Girl Talk or something? Or Girl Talk? Yeah. Oh. I love that game. Wait, what? No, I'm not even thinking of a game. I'm thinking of, like, Girl Talk. There was this program that we went to, like, in fifth grade called Girl Talk. And it was about getting your period. Oh, yeah, we did that too in fifth grade. Yeah. Um, and so we did it in school, and then we did it in Girl Scouts. And... I don't know, maybe you watched the same video as me, maybe you didn't, but in my video, the mom explains to her daughter about, like, the whole menstrual cycle by um, making pancakes of a uterus and fallopian tubes and um, ovaries and stuff. right now. Okay, so, of course, my mom sees this video, and didn't I wake up the next morning to pancakes of a uterus and fallopian tubes and ovaries? Stop. I swear. (laughs) I swear to God. Okay. Yeah. I will be bringing that up next time I see your mom. That's like an in-person conversation. I can't wait. Oh, Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. She was so proud of herself. (laughs) That was freaking hilarious. I'm like, oh, my God, mom. (laughs) (laughs) Well, in fifth grade, we saw that video, too. Not that one with pancakes, but same message. But Mm -hmm. I had already got my period in the fourth grade, so... I was like, oh, this means nothing to me. <laughs> so, yeah. Yeah. It was a pointless thing to watch. But I yeah. I don't even remember I, the specifics of it. Probably because I already had to, like, figure it out or know that. Yeah. I don't know. So. Yeah. I think I did, too. Like, I think, right? I don't know. I was 11. It's fourth. I, I think it was 10. the summer before. Okay, yeah. It was the summer before fifth grade. I, yeah, that's right, because I'm I'm always older. I'm always older than – or was always older than everybody. Me too. You were? Yeah. Because of where my birthday is. You started kindergarten when you were six? Or you turned six as soon as you started kindergarten? From what I think I've been told is that we moved in the middle of kindergarten, so I just started again, like, oh. the next year. So that put me ahead. Hmm. Huh. Like, moved to different okay, well, schools. So, they were just like, okay, yeah. let's wait. Because I didn't have to be in school or something at that uh-huh. age. And then I started right. again the next year. Okay. Okay, so maybe then it wasn't. Maybe I was in fifth grade. I don't know like, if that makes sense. I don't know. I don't know. Who Whatever. knows? My mom probably doesn't made some shit up. Who knows? <laughs> <laughs> so, this is what happened. But really. <laughs> oh, my God. Uh, Good times. Oh, that's too funny. The pink. Oh yeah. Oh gosh. Do you remember do you remember what you were doing whenever you started your period? Um where you were? I found out like once I had got home, I think 
from wherever I was, I think from school. Wait. Say that again. You were breaking up. Oh, no. Can you hear me now? It's okay. Go ahead. Yeah, I can. Oh, it's saying poor connection. Mm-hmm. Go ahead. I can hear you. But what if it's not recording? Okay. Um, I think it will be. There we go. I had got home from, I think, I guess I was at school or if I'd gone somewhere else and like gone to the bathroom and that's how I knew. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I was on vacation you? in Texas. Uh, that I was on vacation in Texas. It was before we moved to Texas and <clears throat> uh, we were in Corpus Christi and I woke up, we were in a hotel and woke up and I'm like, oh my God. And it was, well, my mom was nowhere to be found. She had left and gone to the pool, was sunbathing. <laughs> and it was That's my so sister. It is. It was my sister and my stepsister and my stepdad at the time. And we were all in that room. And I'm like, oh my God. So I went and found my mom at the pool and told her and it was a big freaking situation because I she sent my stepdad to go and get pads and tampons and of course he got plat or no he got um cardboard tampons not plastic tampons and it hurt so bad I'm like screaming in the bathroom like I couldn't (laughs) get it in and my mom's like do you want me to do it for you I'm like And I didn't want to do it, but she told me that I had to or the sharks would eat me. Really? Yes, because we were at Corpus Christi in the ocean. Like, we were swimming. That's not true. Okay, well, that's what she told me. And so my first one came out in the ocean. Like, boop, there it is. Pop, it popped right up. (laughs) It was floating. (laughs) that's a cool feeling (laughs) this is how i'm gonna go that's mine (laughs) i'm not run back up to the bathroom like this doesn't work oh no like carly you have to put it in right (laughs) oh yeah oh my god yeah really yes that's what she said this is what happens when people grow up in butler pennsylvania But why wouldn't they? I don't. I don't know. I'm certain that's not true. Or they would. Why? They're would, a... people wouldn't get in the ocean if they had like a scrape or something, right? Yeah, but it's not like actively bleeding. I don't know. Something doesn't seem right. I'll have to Google it after this. Stay tuned. I'll I don't find know, out. But my mom wasn't taking chances. <laughs> mm-hmm. She wasn't taking any. Oh my gosh! Well, oh man, I guess I better get in to watch The Handmaid's Tale, but <laughs> um, yeah. Well, it was good to catch up. This was um, this was good. This was good. It was good, and thank you for yep. sharing sharing your story about your grandma. And thanks for listening. Of course. Thanks for being supportive. Of course. Mm-hmm. Well, everybody, we Till next time. may have taken a break, but <laughs> we're back. We're back. <laughs> All right. Well, you have a good night, and I'll talk to you soon.
Okay. All right. Bye-bye. Bye.